0: The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Learn the language of spirit. This is The Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Hello, everyone. I'm Laura Wooster, and welcome to The Intuitive Life, where we walk together and support each other on the path to becoming more spiritually aware, enlightened, and inspired. This week's episode was one of the conversations that were part of a series of interviews that I recorded while we were all isolating during COVID times. My guest was my dear friend, Janet Nohavik, a former Catholic nun turned psychic medium who founded the Journey Within Spiritualist Church in New Jersey. Unfortunately, Janet passed into spirit in 2022, but I'm so grateful that this interview was recorded so that I can share some of her wisdom with you all. My guest today, and I'm so excited, is my dear friend, Janet Nohavik. I know a lot of you watching know who Janet is. You've been a student of hers. You've seen her demonstrate um, through her church at The Journey Within in New Jersey. But if anybody doesn't know who she is, just get ready, because Janet Nohavik is a beautiful medium. Um, She's a spiritualist minister. She has her own church at The Journey Within in Pompton Lakes, New Jersey. And how long have you been um, working as a medium now, Janet? Um, Almost 30 years. 30 years. Amazing. Wow. What a track record and the legacy that you're leaving behind as well, creating all that community, not only in New Jersey now, but New York, and mm-hmm. as well as because of um, you know one of the, the little blessings that come from everybody being you know, stuck at home for a few months is that you've also created a, an incredible online community through the, the journey within. You just kind of took up the ranks and just kept going. And I love it. I think it's amazing that you just jumped right in and did that. And so everything that you were offering um, in person in Pompton Lakes is now online and it's accessible to so many more people. So that's wonderful.
1: Yeah. Now we could have just sat here, but we didn't even miss a Sunday service. We were like, well, we can just sit here or we can get moving. And we didn't know anything really much about Zoom. Luckily it's, it was there in place for us, but, you know, you know, we just got very quick to get stuff up, you know, you can sit and wait for something to happen or you can take charge and that's what we kind of did. And it, it has, you know, wonderfully been successful. So it's great. And people keep saying are oh, we going to keep this up after the fact. So we're going to try as much as we can. So but Go thanks ahead. for having me today. It's wonderful to be with you. So what I wanted to to talk
0: about a little bit, because I know, you know, you and I we both live and breathe this this world 24 seven. And it's really a way of life for us, you know, spiritualism, spirit communication, mediumship, all these things. And um, even more so you um, with your community in in New Jersey, but there's a lot of people who may be watching who like, what is spiritualism? And what is this mediumship thing? Maybe they've never seen a mediumship demonstrate or they've seen it, but they really don't understand why we do it, um, what the process is. how would you address that? How would you explain it to somebody who is really new to all of this?
1: Sure. Well, you know, but maybe some of the people don't know, I used to be a Roman Catholic nun. And when I was in the comet, you know, you were encouraged to sit and talk to God, the saints, the angels, and have them talk back to you. We would do that for hours and hours and hours and hours. And it was a wonderful aspect of being in the comet. Um, So now really what I do differently is just add grandma to the list. Um, And that's as simple as it is. It's not who's scary as everybody says or we shouldn't be doing it um because if i think of logic you know if i can talk to god the saints the angels why would grandma be such a bad person to talk to you know exactly so after i left the convent, i met a medium and as a little girl when i was four me and my sister used to see my grandfather who committed suicide and my mom figured that can't be good because it used to be in the catholic faith if you committed suicide you were doomed to to roll roam around as a soul in distress so when i met this medium after i left the convent she said you've been seeing those spirit people since you were a little girl um, and that introduced me to spiritualism and lily dale and the whole world um, and it's had its controversy and its history but it's also had really dynamic women and you know it, for women's rights movement um, spiritualism was huge Um, You know, when women weren't allowed to speak anywhere, they were allowed to speak in spiritualist churches. So it's got a huge history in our country that I I respect. Um, And it's the only religion that asks you just not to go on uh, faith. It's the only religion that attempts to talk to the other side, attempts to be researched by universities, is not afraid of the scientific end of it looking at us, you know, whether it be mediumship or healing, that is very important as well. Um, and it's massively inclusive. Women in leadership are huge. Um, The LGBTQ, you know, everyone is included, you know, so um, it's, it's kind of very universalist. So um, from where I came from, and, you know, part of the, the biggest journey, I think sometimes is the one we make within our own head, you know, inside ourselves, you don't even have to go anywhere, you know, it's like who you start to become. And I, I move from kind of dogmatic to can't we just all get along, you know? Um, and that's what I really respect about it. So talking to my mom, who's on the other side, I keep alive a relationship in a different way now. And I think um, the message that life is eternal and that there is no death, we move on, as Edgar Casey said, just through God's other door, um, is very comforting, you know, that there's healing between two worlds. And... I'm also very fond that um, spiritualism teaches you to embrace and develop your own spiritual powers, yeah. um, that every one of us has those. So, you know, as we struggle with this material world and all the stress, particularly at this moment, you know, to go into a spiritual place, to to move to a place of being in the quiet with the ministry of angels or your own loved ones is, is really a place of solace, you know, when it's so stormy as it is at the minute. So. Right.
0: To, to reach beyond the physical world and find out what's what's true for all of us. and
1: mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. Uh, and I know that some people have the impression that to become a spiritualist, you have to become a medium. And that that's not true,
1: correct? No, it's not true at all. A lot of, um, most people may come because they've lost someone. They they've come to a spiritualist church where there's always a demonstration of mediumship as part of our services. There's also spiritual healing that you know, we have the power to ignite within ourselves healing, you know, and that's been important. You know, all of us have times in our lives where there's challenges and we need healing. Um, so many of the members here, but most people stay because of the philosophy is just a simple philosophy of a way of life. Um, and that's the reason most people stay. So many of our, most of the people I have to say that come to spiritualist churches are not either a medium or a healer. They're just... Uh, the people that make up the community that's here. But that's part of the belief system. They embrace that life is continuous. They embrace that we can uh, work with our own healing powers, um, you know, and they embrace maybe walking through the planet a bit more awakened to their spiritual self um, and those powers.
0: Now, some people who may come into a spiritualist service and, and maybe have a, have um, attended other services and other religions, um, there's something different that a lot of other services don't include, and that's the healing aspect of, of the service. And I know that you've spoken many times in classes of how it, healing can be just the healing portion of the service is just as important as the the delivery of messages from spirit for people who may be thinking about attending um, a spiritual service when the time comes that we can all do that again. Um, what what can
1: you share with them for what they can expect when they go in? Much like you know, much like you would hope if someone were not well, including your pet at home, that the healing process take place. You know, um, sometimes we can't affect a cure if someone's sick with cancer, but we can comfort people through the process. So I remember the first spiritualist healing service I went to and there's healers in the front that have been trained and they just put their hands on your shoulder. And I was petrified to go up. I was like, Oh my God, what you going to touch? What you going to do? You know, what's it going to feel like? And so, but I was brave and did it, you know, and um, now I love healing um, because I kind of think as the healers are working in the room to hold the space for people, And it's to balance ourselves, whether it be spiritually, emotionally, mentally, physically, you know, all of us are going through stuff, maybe not all at the same time. So it's to kind of bring into balance and to ignite the inner healer within you, I have to say. So um, for those moments, it's all about setting the intention towards healing, you know. And sometimes we go, you know, through longer periods of stress, um, people call and they request a healing circle if someone's not been well. So maybe a group of seven people come together. Um, you know, it's it's all free. There's no money involved. You can call the church or email the church, and we put people on the healing list. Um, most religions believe in healing. I have to say, so it's not unique to us. But our healing ministers are just as important as the people that work with mediumship in the church. The energy in that first 20 minutes when there might be 12 healers working in the room is just, you, you can feel the energy of people in meditation in the room and the presence of the spirit world as they draw near to bring healing, you know. So to me, it's an incredible time. Um, and the energy, like I said before, you don't have to go up to a chair. You can feel it in the room. It's just beautiful. Yeah,
0: no And that's doubt. a big
1: part of Hydesville. Uh, We've taken on um, this uh, modern day spiritualism, a belief that life goes on, has been as long around for you know back to the Egyptians. But modern day spiritualism began upstate New York in what's called the Burnt Over District. Um, upstate New York has this history of spiritual revolution. Um, and in 1848, most of us were going to hell for one reason or another. Everybody was really. Uh, <laughs> that was you were going for one reason, and you weren't, you know, and. So uh, these free thinkers kind of started to think, well, no, we're not going to go along with that. And in 1848, through the Fox sisters upstate um, in this little house, they heard this rapping in the house. and And the girls rapped back, and their mom believed in the rapping. And as time went on, they came to find out there was a man who had been murdered. He was buried in the basement, and he was the one communicating to them. But I believe the spirit world was trying to open a door between two worlds. Um, yeah. Saying love isn't dead, life does go on, um, and since that, you know, spiritualism has kept that door kind of open. I'm a big live and let live person. If it's not for you, God bless you. Have a good day. Find right. what's right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, so the Fox cottage is now a memorial park, um, and across the street where the girls went to school is something we're involved in restoring. It's an old schoolhouse from 1879. Um, in terrible shape but we're restoring it for the history of spiritualism and it will become a healing temple as time goes on It's
0: wonderful to see so many people supporting um you know preserving history you know the spiritualist history and to build a, the community back again in that area now yeah. you've mentioned you've mentioned a few times um, in in your teachings that the 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 presence of
1: spirit is so strong in that area can you talk about that in a little bit sure. you mentioned the over district. It's documented. It's called the Burnt Over District. So about the same time as um, this was awakening was happening with spiritualism in 1848, down the street in Palmyra, really 20 minutes away, uh, Joseph Smith from the Mormon belief system was hearing God speak to him in the, in the woods there. I've gone to the woods myself just to feel the energy. But there were other spiritual revolutions, certainly Seneca Falls, the Women's Rights Museum, Um, the uh, Quakers, I have to say, there was a lot of, they've said over the years in that area, they think it has something to do with how they brought the lock system into the land there. So it has something to do with ley lines and the water um, that was brought in. And you can palatably feel that. They also believe right where we are, much like um, uh, the Oracle of Delphi, I have to say, Um, some of the old oracles from like biblical times Were known to be around sulfur springs, and while they inhaled the sulfur, it put them into an altered state, like a trance state. There is a lot of sulfur springs right around where the Heisville property is, so we can't wait till the place is ready for us to be sitting in circle in there. I have to say, or to sit. I can't wait. (laughs) Me neither. It's really exciting. So, Um, but that it's well documented for as an area of spiritual revolution. And I'm a big believer that that was not a one-time event. There's more spiritual revolution to come, I have to say. There's always new revelation, I have to say. Um, I I, I believe, you know, the Bible said there were burning bushes and people saw angels that spoke to them and there was transfiguration. But I think the mistake was they said it was a one-time event a long time ago. And spiritualists don't live that way. They believe it's a continuing event if you tend to look at life that way. You know, angels still appear to people that we do still get signs like burning bushes. You know, Jesus showed himself on the road to Emmaus to his friends. Our loved ones come back to say hello. You know, so it's it's continuing. It's not a one time event a long time ago. So I still think out of the burnt over district, there will be a new revelation um, and more spiritual revolution, I have to say, so which is a good thing. And particularly so, so. these days, um, it's a stressful time on the planet. Um, yeah. you know, it's a very pressured time. There's a lot of difficult things I have to say. But it's almost like, you know, when the, the st- stone is rubbing to become a diamond, I have to say good can come from this, you know. And I think um, so too. I think that challenge within ourselves, you know, as as I shifted what I believe spiritually, you know, I think we have to individually look at how can we and whatever we can in a way um make a difference for the change we want to see happen for equality for everyone you know so we've got to be involved in that on a personal way that we examine what can we do is there something we can do you know so there's a lot happening and it's certainly a very stressful time on the planet and people have to be aware of that because we're living with that pressure so you've got to do self-care right now it's really important (laughs) that you know Um, from a deep level you consider what we just even talked about about healing you know that you sit in the quiet and connect to whatever you know the great spirit god is to you and to really just breathe healing for yourself so you know um, on a physical level on emotional level you know we can stay balanced through this challenging time on our planet absolutely yeah
0: and it's um you know, good things do come from from difficult times, and I, I have full faith and 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 hope in that as well. And I know that's you know part of the the spiritualist movement as, as well as the um, the the social justice aspect of it. And it, I, I, like you said before, it's always has been, always has been with um, the women's suffrage uh, suffragette movement and and um, equality with with um, being heard and and everything. So that's a big part of it as well.
1: Yeah. And the yeah. journey within has a social justice committee. Um, uh, nuns have always been involved with social justice. I have to say, and hence for here we, uh, you know, whether it be human trafficking, I have to say, or hunger, um, you know, across the planet.
0: If someone wants to just sort of dip their toe in the pool, so to speak, and you just kind of want to get to know what this is all about, do you have anything coming up that that sort of an overview? Of spiritualism that people can just sort of dip their toe in the pool.
1: If they wanted to join us on a Sunday morning, I have to say they're always free. You can hop on the Sunday services and just come along. I mean, you can't physically. If you could palliatively walk into my church, you feel just love when you walk into that chapel. I do, um, which I can is a test to that. <laughs> All face chapel, so you know everybody's welcome. I have to say, and if it's your cup of tea, God bless you. And if it's not, have a nice day. You know. Yeah. Um, You know, you got to find your tribe, you know, I found my tribe, Um, but um, as far as mediumship and stuff, uh, like a beginners, absolute beginners workshop coming up, Um, there's lots of offerings I have to say on different things. Um, And uh, we're working on a new website, which will have links to recordings that are some of the, particularly the British speakers on the religion of spiritualism, I have to say. Um, so they'll show the links to that, so you can watch, you know, uh, introductions to that and um, yeah. people just talking about the philosophy of it. So, and you've had some wonderful talks on on so many things already.
0: I know more is coming, but there was one um, from Paul Jacobs, and he talked about his relationship with with Gordon Higginson. Lord, that was and incredible. It, was, it
1: it really I, was. I have a, to say it was outstanding. So it really uh, was, really was very spiritual man Gordon Higginson and and Mavis Patilla we just did something on Sunday on spiritual awakening during challenging times a bit of self-care you know um you know we're mindful these are stressful times and how to navigate through them but how to spiritually you know continue spiritualists believe you should progress your own soul while you're here you know so do everything you can to grow spiritually you know to become a better light or be, you know a better self of you as every day progresses. So we're very, we really do try and do that. We try and, you know, walk that walk as best we can. And all of us screw up, I have to say, but, you know, there's a lot of opportunity to do that. And it's, I think it's really important. You know, um, I think of the planet. We're in that place where every soul was kind of ignited where we do no harm. I have to say it'd be a very different planet. I think we're moving towards that, you know, It's not easy during the stressful times, but I, you know, I've always heard a beautiful thing. Um, it's actually a friend of mine, Tom Kratzley, This is where this originated. So he said, um, before the orchestra plays, when they practice, it sounds God awful. They're all squeaking and making their noises and stuff. But then when they play, it's stunning. And he said, the planets like that, we're still in the warming up all these creepy different noises and stuff, you know, um, but when it plays finally, like, you know, when the planet comes to harness the power of love and equality, um, we can make heaven on earth, you know, there's no doubt about it. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And, you know, especially me, I mean, I know you talked about social media earlier, like, it's not really your thing, but, you know, there's definitely some, some things that we could do without on social media, but there's all these, I've noticed, especially this week, is we're hearing voices we normally wouldn't be able to hear to hear how other people to, to walk in someone else's shoes for a couple of minutes as they mm-hmm. as they express how they are seeing their world right now where we wouldn't be able to see from where we're sitting mm-hmm. and, and so I, I think that um, that part because we have that aspect of this modern world that we can actually see what you're talking about with the the orchestra coming together a bit faster you know
1: <laughs> i think we have to be a bit careful with social media and this whole zoom world though because people oh, I need agree a physical touch um this in itself if you believe in anything like atlantis or lemuria if you subscribe to that they're they're really genius aspect of everything destroyed it um so you know we can move this too far i have to say I as agree. far as not a human touch and i i don't think it's ever supposed to be like that
0: no never never but think it's balance and everything right absolutely <laughs> so, but it definitely is making us appreciate you know i mean that's i was just telling um some some of my students last night about you know i had um recently just met with someone for a private sitting for the first time in in weeks months actually and uh, we, you know we did all the six feet apart masks everything and my first inclination is always to reach my hand out, shake their hand if I first meet somebody and hug them on the way out. And I couldn't do that. <laughs> and it's, and it, I didn't realize how much I needed
1: that. And I know how, how I, and I'm sure other people feel the same. Yeah, that's true. We, I had my first socially distanced luncheon with a few friends and it was great. We sat in four corners, you know, further away from each other, but you just want to hug people and hold on to them a bit. You know, that yeah. touch is so important, you know, and. We, we know that to do, be true of babies if they're raised with no touch it's a different human they raise you know so it's, it's a, so I'm looking forward when we get back to it I think it's going to be a little bit yeah. there's a lot of things being offered at the minute that are not a lot of money um, yeah. because we have to be really mindful of people during this so we as a church offer a lot of things that are for free I have to say but even some of the offerings have not been a lot of money so that's a yeah. good thing through this all uh, so. Accessible to a lot of people. Yeah,
0: absolutely, and and of course your service is always always open to everybody.
1: Yep, and Wednesday nights we have at seven thirty, and that's free as well, uh healing and message service. So you can come, you can stay. You know, Zoom. If it's not your cup of tea, you move on. I have to say, but there's people. The thing about Zoom, it opened up. People from Thailand are coming. People from Hong Kong are coming every country you know around the world it's it's really amazing to me so i sit in awe there is silver linings through it all i know it's a challenging time but there are certainly silver linings if you look uh, because they're there they're always there really absolutely yeah that's
0: what i love about you janet you're always looking on the positive side and you're not afraid to get your hands dirty either. You
1: get in there and get the work done yeah. <laughs> at the same time. It's <laughs> probably a fault of mine. I'm really a workaholic, but I, I'm, lo- I'm okay. lucky because I love what I do, I have to say. So they say, if you love what you do, you never work a day. So exactly. it's true. I'm very passionate about, you know, what we do here. Because we also do like a lot of charitable works, you know, like I said, for the food pantry, we do demonstrations. We just had one for Kumak made $800 for the local food pantry. So it's kind of a continue of my mission of when I was a nun, but why would I want to walk the planet any other way? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can't imagine going back, right? (laughs) It's a good thing. And there are a lot of light workers out there. There are wonderful people in the spiritual communities that you and I circle in. So, you know, I've got to give them their due too because it makes, you know, whatever darkness there is, there's a lot of light out there too. Um, you can see it in good people and there are a lot of good people. around. Still, so.
0: there, is, there is, and you know, in spite of what, I mean, we do have to focus on what needs to change, but boy, there are a lot of, I think there's more good than bad. I really believe that.
1: Me too. I really yeah. do. And you can be the yeast in that, you know, you can be the person that brings a little bit of light, but I think we have to educate, educate ourselves how we can just not talk about it. So it goes back to how it's been because there's been these, Episodes, you know, unfortunately, of real injustice. You know, how do we really make change? How do we, you know, move it ahead so the story does change as we move forward? Inequality for everyone,
0: exactly, and also to, you know, to to look within ourselves too and say, what do we need to change to to see? I I think we're all a part of it in some way, whether we realize it or not. um, You know, somehow, some somewhere somewhere we can make a change what we what we do on a daily basis that can that can affect that as well so well, i agree with you totally with that yeah well thank you so much i know you you took some time out of your busy schedule to oh. do this i'm not going to keep you um i know you've got things to move on to in the next hour so um thank you so much for being on i love you
1: and i can't wait to hug you in person thank and you. and i um, just mentioned too that we're going to be having a damn i think it's july 25th so people oh, yeah. want to come along um I think it's going to well we haven't worked on zoom together I think so watch out for details as that as well so um, we love being with people and this really I have to say you really palpably feel the presence of spirit even though we're doing this on zoom so I think maybe they're harnessing the power of the energy to be part of it so because the intelligence that we work with from the other side is just brilliant I have to say
0: yeah I found that too I was a little bit skeptical the first time that um well not skeptical nervous probably when um when I did that first demo with with you and, and um Anthony because I'd never really done it I've never done a demo on Zoom before and, and we wouldn't be seeing anybody and, and but it really didn't work. I could feel the power. So it does work.
1: Yeah. Yep. Well blessings with everyone and stay safe. Um, and blessings everyone. Thank
0: you Janet. I'll thank talk you so soon. much.
1: Have a wonderful day. You can subscribe to the Intuitive Life
0: podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're enjoying the program, please consider leaving a review and sharing on social media so that others may find it and benefit as well. Also, you can stay informed about upcoming podcasts by following me on social media. I'm Intuitive Laura on Instagram and TikTok. That's no dots, no dashes, no numbers. Or simply go to my website and sign up for my email newsletter at